As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to another episode of Pop-Off Podcast, and you are stuck with just me today. Uh, apologies in advance, uh, but in this episode, we talk about the pop star music video, Keeping Up With The Kardashians coming to an end after 14 years, Love Island America, and we talk a lot about food and McDonald's. So that is just a pre-warning to you all now. If you are hungry, maybe eat before this episode. Or what about eat while you listen to this episode? Go for a spiritual journey with me. <laughs> Hello, it is just me this week because apparently we have run out of people in the United Kingdom who can put up with me for 20 plus minutes um, and have a conversation with me. Uh, I'm not quite surprised. I'm actually quite surprised that we've lasted this long, but who cares? You know, I can enjoy my own company. You know, I'm a boy who lives on his own. I can speak for the world. Um, actually, no, I probably couldn't speak for the world. That could end in some world peace issues. But other than that, when it comes to pop culture, I can probably speak for the world. <clears throat> Drake dropped his pop star music video this week. Now, personally, the song is, um, to put it politely, annoying. I don't know what it is about that song, but and don't get me wrong, I'm a big Drake fan. When it comes to my Spotify unwrapped, he's usually at least in the top three, if not top two. And I'm getting a strong feeling 2020 he is going to be top one because Drake is one of those artists, like somehow he just appears on every single one of my playlists. He's like um, in that Doctor Who episode when you blink and the angels get closer. Like it's, it's him, I'll blink on a playlist or I'll be driving and I blink and a Drake song will next come on without me even realizing i don't know how he does it he just has a song for every mood if i'm sad there's a drake song if i'm getting ready to go out there's a drake song if i'm waking up in the morning there's a drake song like that man really just has some repertoire it really should be applauded and put in a museum or something so yeah i am a big drake fan let's just get that as a clarification however pop star just 
kind of annoys me. Actually, it doesn't annoy me as much as the Grease song. I just wasn't a big fan of this drop. I don't know. Maybe it was DJ Khaled. Um, could have just been him because he also is kind of annoying. But then also I do have to forgive him because he gave us Wild Thoughts by Rihanna. And that was that was a millennial masterpiece. If that is not noted in years to come as a hit record, then I will be thoroughly upset at my... I was about to say ancestors, but that's older than you, isn't it? What is... Young predecessors. Nope, that's still before you. You know what? We're not here for an English lesson. We can move on. Drake's pop star music video. Um, the music video, basically, if you haven't watched it, it is eight minutes long. It's like a feature length film. And this is just a PSA to any, I don't know, Grammy award winning musicians who might be listening to this podcast. Eight minutes is too long for a music video. If I wanted to watch a TV show, I would put on Netflix. I would not be watching Drake's YouTube channel. Do you know what I mean? Um, keep it to the song. I don't mind a little bit of storyline, but make sure there's no more than a 30 second intro. And there never needs to be an outro on a music video. Drake's music video for Popstar had like a two minute outro. Like, I don't care. At that point, I've clicked off. I'm not listening anymore. The song is over, it's wrapped. But if you haven't watched the music video, he DJ Khaled basically calls up Drake. Drake seemingly gets annoyed by DJ Khaled. And I mean, I don't know if Drake's an actor, but he acted that pretty well. In my honest, humble opinion, I probably do think he's probably quite sick of DJ Khaled. Um, and then he doesn't want to do the music video. So he calls up Justin Bieber to do the music video. I saw a tweet, which was like the song was actually about Justin Bieber. And the fact that they got him to come in, to play, like, that's why they got him to come in and play. I don't really know how true that is. But um, Justin Bieber's looking good. That is the main takeaway that I've gotten. And I would like to thank Drake because Justin Bieber goes through stages. He's a very up and down type of person. And this stage that we're in right now is very much a good stage. And I think we have to give credit where credit is due to Champagne Papi. I think it was completely down to him. Actually, that is a lie. It's definitely down to Justin. Justin, we love you. I actually did go see Justin Bieber on tour. I think it was the Purpose Tour. I went twice. Did I go twice? I'm lying. I went once. <laughs> I went to Glasgow. We all stayed in a hotel. It was all theatrics. I was like, made a big deal out of it. Who did I bloody think I was? But the music video is good. It basically just follows Justin Bieber around the house partying. And also Zayn from the vlog squad is in the music video. Not like as part. He's just randomly in the background at one of the parties. I would not have noticed if he hadn't tweeted about it or if some, I don't know if it was him who tweeted about it, but I saw a tweet about it. I would have no idea he was in the music video if I hadn't been told. It's just the most random cameo. Like, I don't know if he was just booked through like an agency or they wanted him as like a celeb guest appearance, but very random world declining a little bit too much in that sort of realm it was like the other day i was sick it was like on that tiktok room thing on instagram kylie jenner was at the same like birthday dinner as charlie d'amelio it's just when it comes to like social media people and actual real life celebrities colliding it really confuses me because it's like this shouldn't happen you should only exist on youtube.com um and the fact that you're now existing elsewhere is sort of blowing my mind it's a bit better crossover than avengers actually i was about to make a joke but i don't know the joke i don't know the punchline i always see people make it on twitter it's like oh this is a better crossover than avengers endgame avengers but i'm not an avengers fan i'm not a marvel fan the thing is with me i would love to be a marvel fan because i'm sure it is a great thing to get into and there's hours of entertainment when it comes to that like there are so many movies I, I bet there's like a superwoman there's a superman there's a batman there's a wonder man that, no there's a wonder woman there's just so many superheroes like if i'm ever bored i could just watch a marvel film but i can't watch tv shows and movies which can't be in real life 
And that probably shows how much of a shallow perception of reality and real life I have. And I'm okay with it. I'm the first one to admit it, that I'm a very shallow materialistic person. But I just can't. Like, if it can't happen in real life, I don't want to watch it. He says, yeah, his favorite movie is like Wild Child, as if that would actually ever happen in real life. <laughs> but Drake's movie is great. And also, Drake's movie, I mean, it believe was a movie, eight minutes, ridiculous. And also, songs should be no longer than four minutes, 30 seconds. If a song is five minutes, there is not a single chance it goes onto my playlist um but drake also posted his kid onto his instagram this week as we know here at the podcast um i'm a big fan of celebrity children normal children yuck gross icky get them away from me with their sticky little fingers celebrity children on the other hand cute adorable oh my gosh i'm gonna repost it onto my instagram story because they're so cute uh but drake's kid is actually adorable um i just love celeb kids because they're always just so pristine and clean and dressed in really nice outfits which probably cost more than my monthly mortgage uh, <laughs> and in, I feel like I'm a Drake fan page here, finally in Drake news this week. His In My Feelings song, I think it hit a billion, no, it would have been way more than a billion streams, but it hit a, um, a milestone and Drake posted on Instagram him eating pasta off of his billboard plaque for the song, which is pretty much my quarantine daily regime you know eating pasta off of my 100k youtube plaque <laughs> but that song is as uh, i mean this does sound like i'm bashing drake a lot i do promise i am a drake fan but that song needs to be left now please just leave that song alone um but it was actually my most like instagram of 2018 me doing the dance to that not that anyone asked but you know <laughs> Keeping up with the Kardashians after a long 14 years and 20 seasons has finally come to an end. I don't know how to feel. I have mixed emotions. I was never a big Keeping Up fan. Like, I love the Kardashians as a family, but when it comes to the actual TV show, I never really got that into it, which is kind of crazy for a boy like me whose entire existence and entire personality trait is based off of reality TV that I would not be into it. But I just feel like the episodes are a bit repetitive. There are times where I'll stick it on in the evening, you know, there's nothing on. I do have a Hey You subscription. So every now and again, I do pick up the remote and stick it on a random episode. But it is come to an end. I do feel like it's probably the time. I feel like they're all so over it. And also, I forget how old some of them actually are. Well, they're not old, old, but Courtney and Kim are like 40. And that's quite old to be still doing reality television and fighting with your sisters on the daily on television for the nation, not even the nation, the world to see. I am feel like this was Courtney's decision. <laughs> Courtney has been over that show now for, since probably about the second episode of the first season. She has constantly been very vocal about how she does not care about the show anymore. So I'm sure for her, she probably threw a mini party. Although I just, Kourtney Kardashian is a confusing character. She's a complex character. I need like a backstory about her. If this was Skins, she would definitely need her own episode. Because uh, she's best friends with Addison Rae, who I think just turned 20. I mean, Addison Rae is closer to Kourtney's kid, who's like 10 years old, than she is to actual Kourtney. So that whole thing confuses me. They say it's some sort of mentor thing. Uh, it sounds like LA celebrity talk that I'm really never just going to understand. But I don't honestly care that the Kardashians are ending people were distraught on Instagram people were like posting it being like this is the worst day of my life and I'm like really people were actually still watching it the last episode I think I watched was the episode uh, where the whole Jordan drama happened gosh that feels like a different century ago that honestly feels like it could be in a history GCSE textbook it feels so long when it was actually only like last year <gasps> stop it was not oh my god it actually was only last year 
Wow, time flies. I was about to say time flies when you're having fun, but I think it's more like time flies when you're in a global pandemic. <laughs> um, but I have to give it to them. The show did give us many, many, many amazing moments, many memes, which I still use to this day, and a countless amount of reaction pictures. I mean, I say I don't watch the show, but I will say about 50% of my personality trait is based off of Kim taking selfies when her sister was on the way to jail. I think it was Kim. It was Kim, yeah. And then we also had the moment where Kim lost her diamond earrings in the ocean. Kim, you're doing amazing, sweetie. And my favorite, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. What? <laughs> it's how I end a conversation. I wanted, well, to actually, that's a lie. I say I want to implement it into my daily life, but it's just a bit too long to actually use in reality. Like, imagine if I was just actually having a conversation when A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It's too long to keep in reality. But when this was cancelled, it made me think, does anybody else remember that show? I think it only lasted for one year. It was like a Kylie spinoff. It was called Life with Kylie or Life of Kylie. And it like followed her, I think when she was turning 18. I was going to say 21, but I don't even think she's 21 yet. I think it followed her when she, no, she is 21, but the show was ages ago. So it must have followed her when she was 18. No, it followed her going to prom with someone because she never got to go to prom. It followed her dating Tiger. Why did we as a society let that happen when she was, was she even 18 when she was dating Tiger? Like, no one said anything. Everybody was just like, yeah, Kylie and Tiger, when it was actually quite terrifying. Wait, hang on a minute. I've actually just really thought about it. That was not okay. But Kardashians is ending. Won't say I miss it. However, did have a massive legacy on our pop culture. And I will say, I hope the Kardashians are paying for Scott Disick's hospital fees for his back pains from carrying the show for 20 seasons on his back. That man is just something else. I do, I do love it, but Scott Disick. Twenty twenty is full of surprises, and another surprise which was around the corner—a collaboration which I didn't quite expect. Travis Scott and McDonald's. Yep, McDonald's launched the new Travis Scott meal, which is a six-dollar meal consisting of Travis's go-to order, which is a quarter pounder with cheese, bacon, lettuce. What? Isn't lettuce in the cheese? Okay, wait, I'm getting off track. <laughs> a quarter pounder with cheese, bacon, and lettuce, medium fries with barbecue sauce, and a Sprite. Is that not just a medium meal for $6? That sounds like a ripoff to me, but um, it's quite a bland order. I'm not going to lie, Travis. Like, if I was getting my own deal with McDonald's, you best believe I'm creating a chicken select sandwich. Like, I'm speechless. <laughs> Look at me, I'm stuttering. I can't even come to words because I'm so distraught over the fact he's given a McDonald's meal and he's gone for a freaking quarter pounder with cheese with medium fries. Not even a large fries and barbecue sauce of all sorts. If you have any sort of brain cells in you, you know that the McDonald's elite sauce is sweet curry sauce. I'm sorry, nothing will ever come close to it. The only issue I have with sweet curry sauce is it doesn't quite hit the same with chips as it does with chicken selects. Chicken selects, chicken nuggets, any of that, sweet curry sauce, French kiss, absolutely divine. It should be a delicacy. And then when it comes to chips, I don't really think I use sauce on McDonald's chips because they're so thin. I don't know if this is the same with anyone else, but I don't really like dipping thin chips in sauce because then they just get soggy and then they like go all over your hands and it's really hard to eat. I feel like it's a me thing. It's a personal issue, which I probably need to search deep and figure out a conclusion to. But um, and what drink did he have? A Sprite. Okay, I will give it. A Sprite is not the worst. I just think McDonald's has the worst choice when it comes to drink. Uh, if you know me, then you would know I drink Diet Coke like it is water. I do have four to six cans a day. Public service announcement. I am not recommending that to anyone. In fact, I'm strongly discouraging you because when I tried to stop, I got really intense migraines and I had to go back to drinking six a day. So if anything, that this is an effort to not drink six Diet Cokes a day. Please don't let yourself get to this point. Fun fact, I actually gave it um, up 
I think it was when I was in year 11 or year 12 for Lent. And I managed to do it because when I was younger, I was drinking like eight cans a day. You may be wondering where are your parents? I wondered that for a lot of moments in my teen years, but <laughs> that's a whole different podcast episode. Not even a different podcast. That needs to be an entire podcast episode. Maybe next solo episodes, we can do that in therapy with Lewis Ball. But um, I, uh, yeah, quit Diet Coke for Lent. And it went swimmingly for a solid three years. I was having like one every few days um, and then it rapidly spiraled out of control again. And now I'm just like, it's just the life God's chosen for me. Like, I don't have any say in it. It's just what I have to do to get through the day. Uh, but if I had my McDonald's meal, the Lewis Ball meal, you see, it really depends what mood I'm in when it comes to what I order from McDonald's, because I could have a quarter pounder with cheese. I will get a large meal, but I won't eat the fries. I'll just get a large meal so I can get the large drink. But instead of fries, I will get three chicken selects with sweet curry sauce, as previously discussed. And my drink at McDonald's, and if you have anything other than this drink, I think you need to take a good hard look in the mirror once you've finished listening to this podcast episode. Uh, the drink has to be Fanta. I it's like McDonald's Fanta just hits different. I don't really care for Fanta in a can, in a plastic bottle. I don't care for any drink in a plastic bottle. If you drink drinks out of a plastic bottle as your preference, seek help urgently. Um, but when it comes to McDonald's Fanta, oh, ow, ow, ow. Oh my gosh, I just clicked my jaw. Ow, oh wow, ow. Okay, right, the show must go on. When it comes to McDonald's Fanta, it hits differently. Um, I will give it to Travis. McDonald's Sprite also is good, but McDonald's Coke is the devil's work. I don't know what they put in that Coke, but it makes me gag. It makes me wretch. It makes me think that I'm seeing double. I saw a tweet which was like, McDonald's Coke hits the best. And you need help. Everybody knows that Coke, Diet Coke, hits the best out of a glass bottle, followed closely by a chilled can, which has been in the fridge for at least four to five hours. If you're giving Diet Coke to me in a plastic bottle, I'm going to be offended. I don't want it. Take it away from me. But yeah, bit of a boring meal choice. I'm actually quite surprised. I'm upset, actually. But I don't always get that meal. So hang on. Let's not end that, that conversation. That I'm not ready to close that chapter. I can sometimes get a McChicken sandwich. Oh, or a mayo chicken. It depends what mood I'm in. Um, McChicken, well, I used to get McChicken sandwiches and then I found out mayo chicken had more sauce. So now I go for mayo chicken. I cannot believe how long I've been talking about McDonald's for in this podcast episode. Like if you are vegan, you're probably scarred for life listening to this. Okay, I'm going to end this here. Right. Mayo chicken, large meal with chips and a Fanta and maybe mozzarella dip as I'm feeling really hungry. But Charlie D'Amelio also, I think it was last week now, but you know, sometimes I'm a bit slow on the things, um, came out with a collaboration with Dunkin' Donuts for her coffee, which I believe, I don't 100% know this for certain, so don't take this as a fact, but I think it's a large iced latte with three pumps of caramel sauce or something. And unpopular opinion, if you have pumps in your coffee, whether it's caramel, whether it's... What else do people even have in their coffee? Chocolate, maybe? Vanilla pumps? It's not coffee anymore. You're turning it into a milkshake. Coffee is coffee. And I will ride this to my grave. I, this is something that I firmly believe in and I think is an important issue which should be discussed. Coffee is coffee. As soon as you stop putting pumps in, that is not coffee anymore. You are making it into a milkshake. You're making it into a sweet dessert treat. And if you want that, why don't you go for dessert? Um, that is my take on it. Um, and yeah. I'm going to stop speaking about food now because no one is tuning in to this as a food podcast. Here on 
on Pop Off every week, we have the trending list, which is basically a little rundown of everything that has been on our radar this week in the pop culture and celebrity world. And at the top of our radar this week, at the top of the trending list, we have Love Island America. Love Island USA has just started in the UK. I think about right at the time of recording this, three or four episodes has come out. I gave it a shot. I really, really did, people. I gave it as good of a shot as I could, and I just can't with the US accents in a Love Island situation. They sit down and do the intro shots, and I'm fully expecting to be like, Hi, I'm Emma. I'm 23. I'm a beautician. My ex would describe me as cheeky. Um, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. And they're just, it's like American banter. Like, they'll come in and they start speaking in American accents, and it's just not the same thing. Also, it's really funny because... Um, obviously, they've had to quarantine and all that, so it's not been able to probably have the production budget that it originally had. And it's all being filmed in a hotel in Las Vegas rather than Hawaii, which is, I think, where they usually film it. But you know all the intro shots on the first episode of Love Island when it's like the contestants sexy dancing and usually they're like dancing by the pool or they're dancing. or No, um, UK do that whole massive intro of them at their jobs, like serving baps bacon packs or like walking through their airport because they always somehow have an air stewardess i don't know a single air stewardess in real life yet somehow on love island every season there's an air stewardess um this one on love island america because of the quarantine it's just them dancing around different places in the hotel like they'll be on the pool table or they'll be outside at the valet parking it's really funny it, it, just watch the first five minutes alone for that but yeah i'm gonna really try my hardest to get into it but first episode just did not do it for me 2020 finally had some good news. Sex Education 3 is officially in the makes. I love that show. I will die for that show. I will die for Maeve Wiley. She is one of my favorite fictional characters ever. It is such a good show. I'm very excited for season three. I'm really hoping it's not going to kill it because I just don't really know what other storylines that can happen. But then saying that season two is better than season one. So fingers crossed, touching wood. Is there even wood in my bedroom? I think that's wood. It's an Ikea shelf. It could be wood, but I could also not be wood. Um, sorry. <laughs> so fingers crossed season three may also step up from season two, but I'm very excited. Very good show. And I'm definitely needing some new TV in my life. BTS dropped their brand new single Dynamite. It has been number one for two weeks in a row in the US. And I think... It was one of the only artists, and I think I think I read that they're one of the only artists to debut at number one and stay there for more than one week this year. Maybe the, the only artist. Brilliant song. I've never been a massive BTS fan, um, but this song is really changing my mind. I'm really enjoying it. It's very much a morning song. Oh, you know what? It's either a Friday morning song or a Saturday evening song. No in between. I'm not listening to that song at any time between Friday morning and Saturday evening. Because I don't know about a Friday morning just has that ring to it. Oh my God, I'm filming this on Friday morning now. Wow, I didn't even realize. But it just has a ring to it Friday morning. Like whenever it was in school and I woke up on a Friday morning, it was always going to be a good day. Fridays in school, I never had a bad Friday morning in school. Friday morning is the best morning because Saturday morning, Sunday morning, yeah, you've got nothing on, but sometimes you wake up a little, you know, hungover. Or sometimes you're having a massive lion and then by the time you're waking up, it's not even morning anyway. Or sometimes you have a massive line and by the time you wake up, it's not even morning anymore because it's midday. Friday morning, you're always going to be waking up early and you're always just going to definitely have a good day because it's the last day of the week. So Friday morning, maybe I'll get it tattooed on me. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle announced that they've signed a deal with Netflix. Now, when I first read this, I was like, oh my gosh, never mind the... 
now when i first read this i was like oh my gosh who cares about the kardashians ending because we're getting a prince harry and Meghan markle reality tv show on netflix turns out i don't actually think they're gonna be in the show <laughs> like how dumb can i be to think that an actual member of the royal family is he even a member of the royal family anymore i think it's a touchy subject let me not talk about it but how dumb could i be that i thought prince harry would actually be on a show i think they've signed like a production kind of thing like they're going to be producing shows on netflix i'm always very happy for them i'm always very excited to see that couple succeed they're one of my favorite celeb couples ever and yes make that money show them that they don't need no i don't know support <laughs> like what was that and finally at the bottom of the trending list this week is some devastating news one direction's waxwork have officially been removed from Madame Two Swords. I feel like that is the sign that it's just like over, over. Like we had that 10 year anniversary, which sort of made everyone buzzing a little bit again, sort of made everyone think that a reunion could be on the horizons. And then Madame Two Swords really had to just come crashing down on us like a month and a half later being like, just to remind you all, they are very much over and we will be removing them. Oh my gosh though. If you haven't seen the picture, just search up on Twitter, like One Direction Madame Two Swords. I'm sure the picture will come up. Those waxworks, one Direction are probably eligible to sue them because those waxworks are terrifying. They are genuinely what I see in my nightmares. I was shocked when I saw them because let's not lie, the One Direction chaps, they're good looking boys. Those waxworks on the other hand, they, I mean, I'm not one to pick apart people's looks, but they are waxworks. So I guess I have a get out of jail free card and I can go ham for the looks. They look terrifying. They look nothing like the One Direction boys. So actually, to be honest, if I was the One Direction boys, I probably would be happy that they're being removed because that removes any trace of me actually looking like that. Um, but in terms of the holding onto the candle for One Direction coming back together, Madame Tussauds really just stomped on it. So thanks a bunch. Thanks a lot, Rachel. <laughs> Every week on the podcast, we finish the episode with a poll. And this week's poll is we're tracing back to Travis Scott's McDonald's meal. Would you order the Travis Scott meal? Just to remind you, it is a quarter pounder with cheese, bacon and lettuce, medium fries with barbecue sauce and a Sprite. I would order it. I mean, as I just trashed it, like I just went to town on it like approximately 10 minutes ago. But I would actually order it because I enjoy a quarter pounder with cheese. I think it's the best burger on the menu. Um, I would take out the bacon though. I'm not a bacon fan. And also I would take out the lettuce. I don't like salad in my burger. Like if I wanted a salad, I would order a salad. But no, I'm trying to enjoy a juicy burger with some carby buns. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, I'm not trying to make this meal healthy. Get the salad away from me. I don't want it in my perimeter. And yes, yeah, Sprite, I can get down with it. Would have rather a Fanta, but we can get, okay, I'm talking about food again. Let me just hold myself back. Can you tell that I'm hungry? <laughs> but let us know over on our Instagram at Pop Up Podcast whether you would try the meal. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. As always, if you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe to us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Global Pair, Spotify, or anywhere else where you find your podcasts. Please leave us a review if you enjoyed it. We will be forever grateful. And I'll see you same time next week, always on a Monday for another episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.